This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Well, all is well with the world again. The stable is now returned to its normal use. (laughs) I'll be able to get access to it for sleeping purposes and also for eating, although I'm not really putting food in there just yet. Uh, We've been doing the shearing, as you know, so uh, that's been good. (laughs) It's been an interesting time. It's amazing what comes to light. Very pleased with the way they've managed through the winter, and they're all in pretty good shape. And it's been interesting to see what little skin things that were there and, and things that actually better than last year, which is good. Condition seems to be pretty good on most of the animals. There's a few of the older ones that look a bit skinny and a bit scrawny, and that's just an age thing, really. Um, the the spine is a bit more evident, and we shall just there's uh, one or two we need a little little bit of feeding up and taken care of. We did share Millie and Hermione in the end, the older ones, uh, and the same with Paris, who's, again, the oldest of the boys. We hadn't done them, or we'd done them in the spaces in, in the last couple of years, but uh, it's early and we're due for some hot weather, so we felt, all in all, it probably was going to be a better thing to give them a good shearing and see how they went. So that's what we did. And they were in good good shape. And, and it's really been funny. Millie's been running around. Uh, mainly to get away from me, but you know what I mean. Um, but she has been hurrying around a lot more than, than she had been previously. So I think it's it's been a good, uh, a good choice. The weather continues to be bright and sunny and a bit of wind coming through the north still. Uh, it's not too hot. In fact, this morning it was it was a little bit cloudy, to be fair. Um, and it had come down from the north. It was a little bit chilly. And poor old Amelia was stood by the, the food trough. She, 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 front, I was trying to work out what she was doing. She was trying to lift her front front leg, front foot. We're going to call it a paw. It's not a paw. Front leg and foot to drag the food towards her. And <laughs> there was just a little bit of a tremble going on with her foot. I couldn't work out what was going on. And I looked and, in fact, she was shivering all over. So Amelia was asking for her fleece back, please. She she did manage to, <laughs> to boss that, that bit of the food, keep the younger ones out. And then the sun, it was probably lunchtime, so it was, it was half, half the day. But the sun then came out and it's been a lot nicer. It's a little bit, it's not hot, hot, um, but it isn't cold. It'll be a bit cooler tonight, I think, but uh, we shall see. But uh, she was a lot better later in the day, and they've, they've been enjoying being crashed out in the sun, but also enjoying grazing. And they've been back up, back up on uh, Bankside, the field. They just, for some reason, they didn't... I don't know why they didn't go there. They didn't, anyway. And they've now got access back into the stables, as I said, so they're, they're wandering in and out, looking for food, but there's no food in there. Sorry, Owena, I didn't put any food in there. But they're, they're generally... Very happy girls, and the boys. We managed to get, managed to get them finished. We did three at a time, and brought them down, and we chose the right groupings in the end. The, 
the the top males. So that's Howell, who was uh, he's the top male. Um, Olaf, who thinks he's the top male, or would like to be, please. And who else was the, th- who was the third one we bought? Oh, Jack, yes. So Jack and Olaf were together for a long time uh, bef- when they were young, before they, they, they kind of, we moved them down and then away and, and then further into, uh, with the big boys. And so they were with a with, with gate closed and in, in their own field. Um, to avoid them getting bullied too much, but they were together for quite a long time. So they kind of got a, a friendship of sorts thrown together, but they, they do uh, compete as well. So, yeah, so we managed to sort out some bits and pieces with, with all of them, uh, which was really good. So that was impressive to be able to bring them down in a much more relaxed way and then take them back up again. Uh, oh, I took Howell back. He's, he's a delight. Um, he's, he's a serious male with the other males, but he's, he was very relaxed with me, and I put him on a halter and, and lead and, and walked him back up to the field. And uh, that was just something. We walked over. Now, they don't get often. It's only once a year, really. If we're doing the matings, maybe more than, than once a year, but they don't get access to, to the lake nearby. Anyway, he went over there as we were walking past it, and, he, and okay, we can have a look at the lake and you can have a little little mouthful of water. <laughs> little did I realise there was kind of a, a concrete strip around the edge of it. It used to be the stocking pond for the fishing lake. And, and he just stepped off into the water. So all of a sudden he's in, in, in the water uh, about a metre deep. And it was, oh, oh, oh. you could see he was, he was quite cold and he was trying to, to, to put his rear end tried to, to sink his, his uh, nether regions into the cold water and he wasn't quite sure about it. Um, it was really funny. I, was just, I wasn't expecting it. And uh, he, he kind of was trying to sit down in this cold water but couldn't quite manage it. And then he shuffled himself slightly uh, and then he was trying to sit down. Said, no, 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 this is going to get complicated. I need to get you out. So let him out. And uh, he was on his knees at, at, at the shallow end. <laughs> <laughs> but he was trying to sit down at, at his back end. He was enjoying the cooling off from having been sheared, cooling off of the of the, the, the uh, chilled water of the lake. So that was, that was interesting. And then we just walked up gently, and he didn't have any grass. I, I thought he was going to have some grass while we were going because there was some nice, tasty, green, lush, long stuff. But no, didn't really want that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was an adventure. But we, he's, he's a delight to walk up. So we, we just took him out, the, out of the mix. It was less complicated then. Because we were having to shuffle around the, the, the three. And on the last day, we had uh, three amigos. So it was Joseph, who is a real good pal with Aiden. And uh, they, they... Oh, it was funny. When we, when we got them in, we were doing some, some of the shearing. They were talking to each other. <laughs> one lying down, tied, tied down on the mat. And uh, the other one outside sort of... Uh, oh, it'll be me next. So, but that was, that was good, and we, and we managed to, to work through those. Now, we had a friend visiting, Caroline, thank you, Caroline, who took some photographs, because it's a bit tricky. I always forget when I'm in the middle of doing things, and uh, so she actually took some pictures of us being mid-shearing, so I'll share those on the website. If you want to go to alpacatribe.com and look for the current episode, then that will give you some pictures of the process. <laughs> <laughs> mid mid flow, and there's one of them where I'm, I'm concentrating. I, I was slightly happier this year with the heads. 
I've just about cracked my... How many years have you been doing this? I know, I know. But I've just about cracked my technique uh, in a way that I'm, I'm reasonably happy with the end result of cleaning up the, the fleece on the heads of the alpacas. It's a, it's a challenge. And, and, of course, you get some that move. <laughs> and Joseph, who we would do it, he wouldn't hold his head still. And, and every now and again, he'd have a little twitch and he'd move it. And it was a bit of... <laughs> I've got a narrow, I've got a, got a thin bit here now. I've got a hole. I need to, to balance him up on the other side. So we managed, and he doesn't look too bad at all. They've polished up quite nicely. Thank you very much. Yeah, they're doing okay, I think, adjusting to the... It's almost like they, they can't remember having the long fleece now. Um, so they don't like the process, but they do. Oh, girls. They're, Hermione and Millie's just arrived, and they're, they're facing each other on a path. There's only, only enough without stepping onto the grass there's only enough room for one of them and Hermione was already there and she, she doesn't think she wants to give up her right of being on the path uh, and Millie was well I haven't quite arrived yet so she's coming down the path and so there, there's a little bit of a standoff and they're threatened to well Hermione's threatening to spit she does that on the paths as well because we took them along when we had the boy, boys down here I had to remove the girls first it's a major undertaking moving all these animals around so we fed the girls early, and then we took them up and along the green path, and uh, that was oh that was fun. Um, so I've got a little video of that as well. I'll, I'll share with you again on the website. And yeah, it gets so far, and, and then you get a little traffic jam, and then I kind of why are they, why are they not moving? It is Hermione. She stands there and she puts her head back and she threatens to spit at anybody who tries to come past her. Um, she's she's she's. Not a grumpy old girl, but she, she does have her little idiosyncrasies. Oh, she is a sweetie, but she's a funny one as well. Well, they're all a bit funny, aren't they? In fact, we're all a bit funny, all of us. <laughs> and maybe they're funny because we're funny. I do think there's... Do you become like your animals or do the animals become like you? It's a bit of both, probably. But uh, it reveals a lot. <laughs> Uh, perhaps we won't go there. No, no, let's not. Let's not even think about that one because it says things about me that perhaps I don't want people to be thinking. Oh dear. So that's nice. Having having, I was a bit, bit of a slog working through all the, the animals, but as each each time I, I got better at doing fractions because you or percentages because I would kind of oh that's another three done that's another six done or and then other numbers. Oh, of course, that's that's a third of the. Is it a third? Yeah, it's a third of the females are done. And then, oh, that's a quarter of the total. Oh, that's good. And the, so it was all this kind of calculations going after every animal, you know, what percentage have we achieved so far? But uh, no, we, we, soon I worked well this year. Uh, we managed to, we concentrated on uh, being sensible. So we worked through them, but at a pace where we said, okay, it'll take as long as it takes. We can do this at our pace and we'll, we'll just be sensible and it'll be better for us and better for the animals. There was a handful of little nicks that, where I caught them, but generally we were okay. And I was, a, some of them got some serious wrinkles, um, sort of folds of skin almost, for, for some of them it is that, but, but others on, on the legs and things, there's quite a lot of wrinkles of things. So where you'd normally be able to do a clean sweep through with the shears, you suddenly find there's something in the way that you come, you bump up against, and uh, you just got to not drive it through, and be careful that you don't 
cut them. You can balance up the, the pressure and the angles and things. But you just got to keep your, keep your wits about you. Yeah, so the advantage of knowing our animals. So some screamed. <laughs> he had a few really noisy ones. And, and one, oh, he was a classic. So, uh, mm, was it Ewan or was it? Anyway, he sounds just like his mum, which is Millie. So, oh, speak of Millie, there she is, right in front of me. Hello, Millie, how are you doing? She's just cleaning up the crumbs in the bottom of the food trough here. Um, but it was the sounds he was making, and it's it, oh, so so typical. And he, <laughs> so so typical of the sounds that Millie makes, and a bit of a, and then he calmed down, and it was just a little whimpering, <laughs> and stuff. Oh, it's, it's it's a plaintive little noises that they make. Oh dear dear dear, haircuts. So that's all finished. And many of them that we have had difficulties with, we were able to just do them in a peaceful way. <laughs> Not necessarily a quiet way, there's, there's still the, the handful. Megan is so loud, I forget how loud she is. Particularly when you get up near the head and she's still doing her thing. It's so loud. I did try recording it, but uh, it's loud, but it was a quieter point. I, I was going to try and do check the level and see <laughs> see just how many decibels were jumping into my ears. We had little rubber, uh, or little foam, um, ear, def ear things, what am I thinking of? They're not ear defenders, because they go over your ears. We, we have used those in the past, but it was just the, the little bit of foam that you, you, you roll up, like on, on the aeroplanes, and you roll up and stick in your ears. Uh, that helped too, all those. I didn't have any spare. <laughs> so one of us, at least, it was reasonable. We had to do sign language. I, I kind of wave at Sue that when I was trying to say something to her, because she couldn't hear me in quite the same way what with the animals screaming and the sound of the shears and getting towards the end of the the shearing there was some rattling from the machine it, it's uh i think it's due for a service and it's just so much grit and dust and stuff that gets in there bits of fleece and all kinds of things clean it out each time before you know for the next day but uh, i think these are good strip down and maybe some of the bits need uh, replacing, but, you know, not major ones. I think it's just kind of a, a general service and tidy up the bits and pieces, good lubrication. And it doesn't last long once you get started with the next lot. Um, some animals, it's the thickness of the fleece, um, but also the dust that gets in, dust that gets in there. You can tell the ones that do the rolling. We had to change the cutters on a, on a few, so we got went through them quicker. Now, we, that was the first year. The first year we did, it was... I'd been on a course, I knew what I was doing, in theory, and then I was trying to put it into practice, and it took hours and hours and hours to do the five that we had. We started with five that we needed to shear, and it was a horrendous amount of time that it took. Um, particularly for Hermione, poor old Hermione, she was down for, for a very long time trying to get this fleece off. And it was a combination of the dust and dirt, and her density as well. She, again, was, was quite slow, and it was quite tricky to... Um, occasionally I'd get it get it right and be able to go through but th there are some bits that were really thick and it just wouldn't cut cleanly that's the other combination on, on or factor in there is that they sweat a little and it just doesn't cut very cleanly it's awful uh, when it's sort of it sort of chews it a bit and, and you you end up doing multiple cuts and every second cut like that where it's much shorter is a waste because you can't it's too short and you can't use it um, but the fleece is really nice still, really nice to see, really nice to touch, but you can't process it uh, in a sensible way. So that's a, that was a shame. 
So we lost some bits and pieces with, with her. She, she's got a lot of thick stuff on her, her neck. Neck's not normally long enough for doing too much with, but some of them, some of them it was. But Hermione, not so much. So, yeah, we, we remembered, or I remembered back to the, the first year when we were doing that. And I hadn't been, I hadn't, I mean, I'd done the course and I'd done a few animals there, but then we were doing ours. And you just need to get into rhythm and it comes with doing lots of it. Uh, so it's like most things. You know, you get better at it if you're doing a lot of it all the time. I always think about the number of doors that you're likely to hang in your lifetime. How many times do you replace a door and, and plane it and, you know, hang a, hang a, hanging a door is quite complicated. Um, if you've got the right equipment, if, but even with that, you know, you, you've got to know what you're doing. And if you do a lot of them, then they're easy and quick to do, but otherwise you take off a little bit too much or not enough and it doesn't hang right. It doesn't, the gap between the door and the frame is not quite right. And there's just so many things that, that you need an experienced hand with. And shearing can be like that. You get, an odd, you get some of the stuff where it's just not, and you think, I don't know what's going on here. And that was the first year. We, I just didn't know what was going on. Was the tension wrong? And we went through so many combs and cutters and, and uh, it was tricky. One of the factors was the machine I was using wasn't quite strong enough, wasn't uh, powerful enough. Uh, strangely, the place where I'd got it, um, when we got them sharpened, they came back sort of blunt. Mm, that was odd. Um, that were just, they, weren't, they hadn't been sharpened properly. And I, I took it with me the, the next year. I went and did the course again and took the machine with me and we weren't able to, to use it with the combs and cutters that I had. You know, I took my set, my machine, my thing, and got the um, the tutor to, to actually have a go with this, please. Tell me what you think. And he thought it wasn't powerful enough. He thought it wouldn't it wouldn't last a you know a run through a whole day with a, a large number of animals. It's okay for a few. It's okay for cleaning up bits and pieces. And I use it sometimes. It's a bit quieter, um, so I use it sometimes for cleaning around the heads or other bits and pieces. If we've got an animal that we have to not do a normal shearing with and can't, can't secure them in the same way. Yeah, so lots of learning when you're doing these kind of things. Hopefully your shearing experience has been a good one or is going to be a good one or wherever you are in the sequence of things. Yeah, you don't have to do it yourself. <laughs> We've got enough that it makes it worthwhile. And also I had the interest and the, the willingness to, to have a go and, and, and learn about it, but... Uh, it is quite a commitment in terms of time and effort and and uh, investment for the equipment and stuff. So um, if you can find a good shearer, then that's a, a good relationship to, to make. And it's an opportunity to learn quite a lot about your alpacas up close and all the rest of it. When, when they're secure, it's a bit easier to to check them over and things. So so we have found some odd things in the, in past years, but this year we there was a few bits and pieces, but generally we did really well. Uh, and they're in amazingly good condition, which I think, on balance, weather and stuff's going to get in the mix, but I think a lot of it has been the the change of uh, food that we've we've made, which uh, the, the, the dry stuff, the, um, the mix of growing stuff. So that's, uh, that, that's working really well. So I'm, I'm pleased with, with it's Cars Billington that we've been using. It's, uh, it's good. Pleased with that. Yeah, so they've had their tea and they've gone out and they're back grazing mode in the sun. Apart from Lily, who's indoors again. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I know you hate those flies, don't you? 
all the, all the the signs are there that she's in the mix of things in the the <laughs> in the circumstances she's happy enough so i shall leave them to it and if you can go spend some time with an alpaca and don't get sunburnt though <laughs> Just aware that for us, if you sit out too long in the field, you might get sunburned. So find a shady spot and just spend some time around them. And if you've got, got young arriving um, soon, then, or in the process of, I hope that's all going well with you, with your career watch. And we haven't got any this year, but uh, we shall consider what we're doing for next and see where we go. So take care, have a good week, and speak to you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.